This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. It's episode 541, and it is November 3rd. It's time. Does everybody have anxiety right now about not being in a tree? I do. The weather's hot. It's a little hot out. It's supposed to break pretty much a week from today, though. Yeah, that's when I'll be in the stand, too. You've been hunting, Doug? Well, we'll get into that. We get, we get, let's, yeah, we got yeah. business to do. We'll get into that. I'm, I'm getting excited. We're actually drinking bush apple like a bunch of soft-bellied susses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good. So, I mean... It's good for like two of them, and then you get oh, heartburn, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah, give me the the good stuff. You got to go back to what we know. By the way, uh, I had somebody write in an email and say, dude, enough of the bush light. Like, what is it going to take? The guy worked for a distributor in Wisconsin. He goes, what's it going to take to just get a beer sponsor from anybody else but bush? I said, anybody that's interested, we are looking for a beer sponsor. Um, no payment. Just supply us with beer every week. And... Uh, that's enough because we're just going to drink it anyway. I, I will say, um, but not not Coors Light. Coors Light ain't bad. Oh, it's bad. You got to get the first one out of the way. And then it's pretty, <laughs> yeah, you got to start on. Would it. you do a Miller Light sponsor? <sighs> yeah, I probably would too. I would. We're trash people. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're more Keystone Light people. I think, dude, Natty Light. Sign me uh, up, Natty. Yeah, I'll drink a Natty. I'll drink. A, I'm going to drink a Natty after this. We got it in the studio right now. Oh, Doug, sweet. how you been? I've been good. You and I are having some one-on-one time right now on this intro. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in a while. Since before my elk hunt. Yeah. That's, we haven't seen each other in like three weeks. I know. I missed you. Lots happened. I got in a car wreck. I got a new truck. I killed an elk. I did nothing. <laughs> I shot a doe. <laughs> yeah, you shot a doe. Good yeah. work. Thank you. Actually, I shot a... I haven't seen you before I shot my buck, even. No. And so I did that. I covered it kind of with the, the DeerCast podcast with Ross. Know, we need to do a... So maybe we should cover it a little bit on this podcast. Too. Yeah, we should just cover everything. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's me. That's what I did. That's yeah. our lives. I was busy. Um, the podcast is brought to you by lots of great partners, and we're very thankful for all of our partners, and we're thankful for you for supporting our partners mm-hmm. and understanding that to crank free content and do what we do, 
partners are necessary to keep the engine lubed and running real nice. We need that lube. We got to have it. And you know you got to have it, too. Yeah, so everyone needs it. Thanks for understanding. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, Big Time has been a partner for a long time. We got some exciting stuff. There's a lot of exciting stuff to roll out in the next uh, several months with a lot of our partners. Oh, yeah. Um, we got some cool stuff coming from Big Time. We'll get Joe in to talk about it. But uh, Big Time's a shit. Code WCB2022. Uh, and, of course, once it's 2023, just change that last two to a three. And I'm sure that's what the next code will be. It's It's simple. Yeah. Um, Huntworth, Huntworth is, I, I've been seeing you guys talk a lot about Huntworth and the D- working glass bow hunters group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that interaction and the feedback. Um, a lot of people are giving it a try, like one garment at a time. I got the new heat boost stuff in and it's badass. Uh, we're going to do some videos breaking down. We should already have the, had them out, but we just, we didn't, haven't done it. We've been hunting and doing other stuff or who we are. Um, it's warm right now, but literally what I've been rocking is the heat boost pants with nothing underneath, but just like boxers rocking that. Mm. I've been rocking the hoodie and the heat boost vest, and that's pretty much what I've been wearing until it gets frigid cold. Do the hoodie with the face mask on it? Yeah. Got it. So good. Favorite. So good. Um, so that, that's really what I'm running. Yeah. Simple. It's easy to move in. You don't get frustrated with your gear. I'm doing the, the thermals and then... Either the mid or light pants. Yeah. Because it's hot. And then uh, that jacket and the sweatshirt. I pretty much had the sweatshirt, the vest, lightweight pants. That's all I had on this morning. Yeah. And the deer are moving, even though it's hot. It's weird. But yeah, it's cool. But if you want to try out some Huntworth gear, code WCB15. It is awesome stuff. And it's great people behind the brand. So it's always nice to support that. Um, Scent Crusher. Did you see the closet set up in the studio here? I did see that. It's kind of nice, isn't it? That's pretty nice. It is nice. I uh, got the... Oh, I can't even remember what they call it. It's like the half closet. Yeah. I should know the name, but I'm just like anybody else. I just thought it looks cool, so we got one. Yeah. It's perfect for guests. Yeah, got it in the studio for the guests. Uh, we don't have a shower here yet. Yeah, um, that's our shower. That is our shower. You just put your body in and pop your head out the zipper. <laughs> no, I'll just I don't know. zip it up. And, would that be bad for you? I think so. Nah, I don't know if it would be. It'd probably be bad for Just you. don't put your head. Hey, don't do that, that, okay? Yeah. Uh, also, Old Barn Taxidermy. Uh, of course, we take all our critters there. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you go to Old Barn Taxidermy in Fort Madison, Iowa, you bring them a critter, a deer. Um, bring that you, big buck. Bring that big buck in and say, hey, I listen to Working Class Bowhunter. They're the best. And they'll go, okay, we're going to enter you in a drawing to win a free mount. So if you listen, oh, I got my truck cams going off. Spy points, are, spy points are going off. We're not there yet. Let um, me look. Let's check. We're checking live. Just a doe. So you shoot a big buck. And um, oh, it's a spike. You gotta get them mounted, right? Everybody needs it. Yeah, tell yeah. your wife to piss off. It's like you go to Old Barn, wife, BD Energy. That's right. Just walk in, yeah. say listen to us, and then free mount. Boom. And the cool thing with Old Barn is like it's a, it's a work of art. It's not just some piece of shit hanging on your wall. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when people walk in, they're like, "Whoa!" Like they almost want to punch it. They think it's alive still. Every mount is touched by Sam Gaylord now. New and improved. It's beautiful. Yeah, so Old Barn Tax Army, we love them. We think you will. Um, and pick up some Old Barn Season when you're there. Sprinkling on your beard. That's, that's pretty damn good. Uh, loophole Optics. I feel like I've been living through my loopholes pretty strong. I oh, always yeah. do, but it seems like every season I use them more, and I don't go hunting without them. It's underappreciated in the whitetail woods. Binoculars in the whitetail woods, even in close cover, you yeah. hear a noise, you can see so much more that you just yeah. don't realize unless you use them. How many deer you probably miss if you don't have binoculars? I would be... So I saw some deer this morning at a distance away chasing does. And 
across the terrain feature that they would have had to cross to get to me. And I can see them like I'm 20 yards away. I'm running 12 by 50s. Oh, you're right in there. And I'm in the mix. It's great. It makes sitting so much more enjoyable. It does. But that being said, if you get to Loophold, loophold.com, there is a range and uh, from, you know, optical zoom to price range for you, whatever you're looking for. Uh-huh. Um, just go on there, explore through, hit shop, hit binoculars. Uh, BX4 Pro guides are awesome. 10 by 42s is the most common in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, I took the 12 by 50s because I was hunting elk and I just left them in my bino harness yeah. and I don't regret it. No, they're probably not that much more insane, are they? For They're distance? pretty nice. I, I, I would, mm, it's not like insane. Yeah. It's definitely better. I can tell like, if I try to look at something pretty close, like I'll look at a doe, like is that a doe or a button buck? You know, it's like good for that type of stuff or just you want a closer look. Oh, look at the burrs on that buck, whatever. It's kind of hard to find them with a bigger zoom, you know, yeah. um, so it's not as wide of a view range. But um, 10 by 42s is what I that's, would recommend. Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Fair. Trophy Line is a great partner of ours. I've been a saddle hunting fool this year, dude. You've been in there. I've been in there. Been doing some hanging hunts with the Fanatic. Uh, and some pride marches. Some pride marches have been swinging around wearing my knee. I actually don't wear my knee pads. I sh- probably should sometimes, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know all the the gay like saddle hunting terminology, but I'm just out there doing it. It's just a, it's another, it's another tool on the tool belt. Yeah, you don't bridge your knees up too bad, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of an assassin lately, man. I've been up there swinging around. Oh, I need to get on that. I'm getting the hang of it. You know, like I know how to hang a stand. Like I can throw a stand up and get in there oh, and, yeah. and have it set up how I want. Like first try. And with a saddle, you know, you get your strong side, your weak side, just like a stand, kind of. Um, I'm getting better at it. It would seem the same, but like the, with the wingman platform, it's like a stick with the platform on it. I'm used to setting, I'm so used to setting offset sticks from where I want the platform to be yeah. that like the first time I did it, I was like, oh yeah, shit, offset, I'm yeah. offset. Oh. So basically, you just climb straight up a tree. It's easy but when you're so used to doing it a certain yeah. way. Um, but no, dude, I'm loving it, man. I killed my buck out of the Venatic. Um, I sat in That's it last awesome. night. Was in the mix on some deer. Almost did it again. The night before. Yeah. So we'll uh we're we're dialing on. We're we're getting, getting in there. But yeah, uh there. National Saddle Hunting Day, November twelfth. That's exciting. Some some big stuff coming big with Trophy Line and Working Class Bow Hunter. Be paying attention to the social medias. Be on it. Be on we it. We all know you're out in your phone on the stand anyways. Come on. That's right. And we have code WCB for you there. Uh, sorry this is getting drawn out. Uh, spy point. Did you see our uh, why I spy point video that just came up on spy point? I did watch. You that. actually told me about it. It yeah. was up. Uh, it was if, good. If you want to go to spy points, Instagram or Facebook and want to see Eric using the toilet, um, <laughs> that's basically the main thing you're going to watch it for. Yeah. That's what you need. Uh, this, the why I spy point, you know, it's, it's about the app and, and the versatility of the app, um, favorite button, the filters and all that. So, and check that out. And the new flex is out and, and it's a great camera as well. Uh, camel fire, Doug, have you been deleting your, let's get on camel fire right now. See what's on there. Well, I don't have a girlfriend or anything, so I don't really don't delete my browser history, but I probably should in case I die. What do you mean you don't have a girlfriend? If I die, I should probably delete my browser history. What do you mean you don't have a girlfriend? I don't have one. She broke it off with her, huh? <laughs> we talked about that. Did we? I want to yeah. talk about it again. No, <laughs> no we're good. Uh, there's climbing sticks on there. May or not be the brand we use, but definitely a brand. Um, it's a lot of stands. Climbers, yeah. It's all stands, ground blinds, uh, blind chairs. So there's some scent crusher stuff in here. Hey yo, speaking of that, scent crusher. We already talked about scent crusher, but they got all that. that on there. Everything that. that we got. Look at that. 
Good stuff. Duck some, decoys, if you're duck into that. Duck decoys, I better get on there. Yeah, you're going to buy them up. Um, anyway, check them out. Camelfire.com. Get the app. It's also easy, too. Um, your wife won't even pay attention. Hey, yeah, that. you shouldn't even know what that is. You won't, you won't, even, have, you won't even have a browser history through the app. Yeah. Damn. Just close that app out when you're done. That kind of just defeats my argument. Let's get the app. <laughs> right. Uh, Novix tree stands. I hunted out of the Hilo this morning. I'm a Hilo guy. I like the Hilo. You like the Hilo more than the Echo? Yeah. I like them both. I, I think for a preset, I like the Echo. But True. The Hilo is nice. You just feel like you, you feel tucked. Yeah, you feel tucked and it's, I mean, just walking. Let me ask you this. When you sit in the Hilo or when you stand, when you stand in the Hilo or you stand in the Echo, do you use the full platform? Uh, Yeah. I have one leg against like the base. Yeah. And then my front leg is like towards the end of the platform. I stay pretty tight to the tree. When you pull back and stuff? Oh, no, I don't. I just do what I got to do. Oh, when you're just standing there hanging out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do that. I lean on the tree. Yeah. I'm in there. It'd be weird to stand out there with your hands in your pockets like you're on a diving board. <laughs> like you're like on Titanic with your arms out? <laughs> yeah. Like using your harness to my, hold you out? I, my, uh, <laughs> my brain starts messing with me and I get wobbly. Oh, like vertigo almost? I don't know if it's vertigo, but I'm like, ah, I'm up here. Ah. <laughs> hey. Look at I just this. like to stay anchored, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I'd stay against the tree as well. I'm not out there. I'm D out or anything. Yeah. You're A and D out? <laughs> On the edge, <laughs> living on the edge. <laughs> uh, Novix, uh, the code is WCB twenty two. We love them. Love the, love the love the products. Love the people. They're very ethical. Great and, people. Great and, products. And they're very ethical and American. Ain't American. Good old red blood Americans. God bless it. God bless it. Uh, man, we got a few more. Thermoseat, man, it's always been a great partner. Victory Archery. Just, great tree stand replacement for your bet. Oh, because I leave all my seats out and they get trashed. Let's all be honest. We've all done it. We've all, Squirrels have taken over. But you know, I've sat on some Novix seats without any pad, and I'm cool with it. Get a little pad on your butt? I got a dump truck. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> dang. <laughs> Sorry. I don't got that problem. Even if you don't I have mean, a dump I truck. I have an issue. Thermoseat. Yeah. Uh, Victory Archery, man. We uh, did you guys hear that podcast with Grizzly Stick? Uh, they are basically souped up Victory arrows, which is cool. On roids, on roids, and Grizzly ground blinds, box blinds. Uh, I've been hunting on mine a little bit. I'm mostly saving mine until it gets brutal cold. That's, oh, yeah. what, that's what mine's set up for. So, gonna take that's the what you want for. Yeah. So that wraps up our. Uh, by the way, Grizzly code WCB. Save yourself some money and thermoseat WCTS. So if you want to get a box blind, I believe that code works for that. Check it out. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being here, guys. We appreciate hey. you. Sorry for the long windedness. Me and Doug are just kind of bullshitting. Thanks, guys. It's gonna be uh, a fun podcast. I think we got some other people coming in. They've been staying at the studio. Uh, it's gonna be great. Good times. All right. I hope you enjoy this one. Good luck out there. Be safe. Wear your safety harness. Or if you're saddled up, you just already got it on. Best of luck to you guys. Enjoy the episode. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast.
Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the Fall Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Aaron Blicey. <laughs> I'm also Aaron Blicey. Hey, me too. Oh. Shout out to Aaron Blicey. Shout out to that guy. He's a great dude. Cool last name. I just thought it'd be fitting. Um, you hear the name Working Class Bow Hunter about 48 times in our intro that I'd throw you all through a loophole and see if you're like, fuck, is this the fall podcast? You thought you'd change it up a little bit? I'd try it. Yeah, fuck it. What a killer Aaron Blycey is, though. He's like yeah. one of the few pod killers in the game. Other than us. Right. And he's got second best intro. Yeah. He does? Second best intro to you. Oh, right. Sick. Thank Personal you. opinion. Someday I need to talk to Aaron and we'll play the fall intro on ours and then the working class intro on his and just act like nothing happened. Can we just act like him the whole time? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. acts like us. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a lot to unfold in this one. And here's what I think we do because it's November 3rd. Good push, whoever Jesus that was. Christ. Excuse me. <laughs> Guinea on you? We have Rachel and Andy Bouchak in the house. Correct. Hey All the way from Pennsylvania? <laughs> from PA? Yep. The PA. The PA people. Mm-hmm. Made our way west. Yeah, you went way west. Now you're, <laughs> now you're to the Midwest, and now yeah. you're going to go back east. We might now not we go back. To Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what we... Here's, they just never leave. We have yeah. a... We got to talk white to hunting, right? It's November 3rd. We're here. We're in Illinois. We're in Iowa. We're everywhere that big deer live, um, and everybody else in other states get mad at us for it. Um I think let's t- let's get everyone up to speed with where we're at with whitetails right now. Let's talk about your mule deer, and then let's go back to whitetails. Okay. Is that weird? No. No, that works. Let's fucking do it. It's November <laughs> 3rd when this launches. It's November, the night of November 2nd as recording. So we're, this is the a quick turnaround time of this podcast. Everybody, you guys can have some energy. That'd be great. Um, okay. It's hot as shit. It is yeah, hot as shit. It's warm. I think it's, uh, was a high of what, 75 today? Yeah. Got a suntan in the stand. Did you? Mm-hmm. God damn, you damn near burnt yourself, didn't I you? I know, I know. I think right yeah, now, good. mornings is where it's at. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I had a big one at 40 this morning, and it just didn't feel right, so I didn't force a shot or nothing like that. <sighs> Hate to hear that. I had a buck, it was like just getting daylight, mm-hmm. and... I hear a snort wheeze, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good day. The Making Play-Doh snakes? Oh, yeah. And I hear deer come running towards me, grab my bow. I just had a buck on my, I can't see what he is. I can just see head and rack because he's so close to the (laughs) son of a gun. Sick. (laughs) We'll never know what he is. Okay. I grab my bow. This buck comes running in. It's like a little dink. I'm like, I've never seen heard a buck that small snort wheeze. Usually they blow at you. Yeah. Like so he comes to the base of my sand, literally like a yard away for like half an hour. I can't move. I hear footsteps all around me. Can't look. Like, and he snort wheezes again at like one yard. <laughs> well, that's like, cool. All right, be gone. I, yeah. Yeah. I hate when little bucks stick around. It's like, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're cool, but not that cool. Get that, out of here. Or that one doe just sits oh, there and lays yeah. around. You're like, God you damn it. You're welcome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. 
Thank you for coming. But it me. did. Tonight was really good. This is the first evening I had a really good set. I think we got a hot down there. Yeah. How many days you guys been hunting to this point? Uh, five, I think. Yeah. Well, we got. Yeah. We hunted what? Five and a half, I guess. We got in Friday night and quick. Hunt did a quick Friday hunt Friday night. night, which that's the best buck I've seen so far. Was the first five minutes of our hunt friday night hmm. we get in. he got spoiled yeah we get in i get situated in the stand andy goes to set up a couple hundred yards north of me he must uh booted a deer and you're being a nice husband right? i bumped the deer you're came, <laughs> came right by me i yeah. no shot but i mean he was a stud and i was like five minutes in illinois you know and i was like oh there is a 150 around every tree. <laughs> 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 just kidding there's not no <laughs> no and i have not seen one yet every buck i've seen since is like what i would see in pennsylvania so mm-hmm. <laughs> not so different yeah so are you going to start your own podcast and just bitch about how Illinois hunters have no skill? Because anybody that lives in Iowa and Illinois can kill 130 pluses. Yeah, it's going to be called Midwesterners Can't Hunt. No, I don't know. <laughs> you, you live in Iowa. The, the, the You Live in Iowa Fuck yeah. You podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's honestly not like it's fault. not that yeah. much different. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is like, we don't have, we're not dealing with other people that much. Like our, our biggest complaint about Pennsylvania is just the pressure, the trespassing, you know, like yeah. it's not the deer. The like, density of people yeah. is greater there. Yeah. And, uh, That's what makes it harder. Not, it's not the deer. Like we do have good deer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I yeah. think out here they're much more oh, apt to like repeat themselves day after day where at home, if we got a picture today, might not get another one for a week. Two weeks mm. around here, it's kind of patternable, and that's yeah. because of pressure. Just, see, and I think yeah. it is a lot to do with pressure. And I don't know. I was kind of worried this week. Like we have sort of, sort of here, limited here. access in and out, and we've done pretty good at how we've gone in and out, played the wind the right way, and we're on day five. And realistically, we're not hunting that much woods, and we're still seeing deer on every sit. So mm-hmm. that you know, it's worked out to our advantage. And hopefully, if we stick our time in there long enough, we will get the one we want to walk by just yeah well there's a hot doe in there yeah and it just it doesn't happen like everybody thinks it does yeah right so, so just let's... come on out here you'll just shoot one although i mean the other day dominic yeah dominic <laughs> goes by goes to iowa for seven hours and shoots a buck that guy had that, one tied up for him yeah, he was doing something so. special for that weird duty met on the internet yeah <laughs> you know that doesn't happen every day no um yeah, let's let's uh, kind of unfold where we're at right now in the hunting season. So there's a lot we haven't talked about. I haven't seen Doug and Eric since before I killed my elk. I know it's been no. a while. It's and been we, a while since we've been in the studio. Yeah, all of us. And we haven't. We're going to record the elk podcast and ho- hopefully the elk podcast and the mountain lion podcast Saturday night. Devin and Trey get in tomorrow. Um, it's you know as in Friday, and then uh, so yeah, I mean. We haven't really talked about Doug's doe. We haven't really talked about my buck. We, I touched on it a little bit. I feel like I kind of grazed over it on the DeerCast episode with Ross. Um, but, yeah, I mean, or let's just kind of catch up to speed where our season's at because we haven't done that yet. We haven't been doing week by week. Should we do the mule deer first? Or? No, I think we, we no. cover whitetails and get where okay. we're at. Nobody cares about that mule deer. Well, we're going to talk about it. But <laughs> yeah, you're talk right. about Some it. people care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're well, right. You're we're right. going to talk about it, but we're, it's November 3rd. First things first, like everyone's thinking of whitetails. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll just say the mule deer story for the end then. Yeah. Okay. Because 
Don't forget. Early in October, I don't know what it was like in PA, but for us, insanely good weather yeah. called for so early in the season. Mm-hmm. But this is how it's been kind of the last couple of years because it's been yeah, real nice at the beginning of October and then we get into November and it's hotter yeah, and but I remember dick, you know? November 1st last year, I saw the most deer I've seen and it was crisp and chilly and perfect. November must 1st have been last the year, year before then. It was no, real hot. Um, Maybe it got warm after that. The eight pointer that I shot. The bird watching eight? That was a high of 70 that day. What day was that? Uh, it was Monday. It was Monday. <laughs> I remember being on a Monday because I shot him on a Friday. It was a day I think it was like two years during ago. the week. Oh, yeah. Have you like picked up your... It was November 8th. Oh, okay. So, but I just remember November 1st, it was chilly. It was night. It was a perfect crisp morning. When you... Do you have that buck back? Mm-hmm. Are you not going to bring it to the studio? No, I will. Oh. I just when? come home. I just come here after work, so... Oh, I got you. I'll bring it... Um, no, I can't do it Saturday because I'll be hunting. Well, whatever. I'll figure it out. So what we're getting at is like it was perfect weather conditions early October. Mm-hmm. So I actually hunted a morning October eighth. Yeah, I hunted a morning. It's probably close to that. Mm-hmm. I killed a doe on my own personal farm, and then I killed my buck not yeah. on the same a different piece. All right. So I, one thing I'm just going to say this real quick. I know a lot of guys listen to the podcast that are kind of like locally or know me or like kind of know me loosely. Um, I don't hunt the one property exclusively, so I've kind of heard rumors. Everyone's drawing conclusions that I'm over here doing this and putting in food plots and doing this over here. I don't hunt in one spot. I have, I'm very spread out for security reasons. Well, security reasons if I lose a spot. Yeah. Yep. So sure. for everybody that's like, oh, yeah, Kurt hunts over there, and he's got this and this, if you just listen to the podcast. Half the time I'm lying about where I'm putting a spot. I'm, I'm being truthful, but I'm not truthful about where it's at because I know some of you haters are on me. Yeah, weren't you putting a food plot in, like, Montana or something earlier this uh, year? Delaware. Delaware. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Delaware. went the wrong way. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Get a map. You had <laughs> Get, a map. Get yourself a new map. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that being said, um, I don't hunt only the one property that everybody thinks I hunt. So, so you know. Thanks, guys. Um, so I didn't kill the deer on my personal farm. Like, everyone in the comments, where'd you kill it on your farm? I'm like, you guys are breaking all the code right now. Yeah. You don't ask where you shot I, Yeah, it. I killed it in the woods. Yeah, in the woods where you fucking don't hunt. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. 20 questions? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Right? You right. cop? There's a code to that. It's like, what? It's not like your mule deer. What you unit write? did you shoot it in? You don't ask that in the comments. What, are you writing a book? Find your own unit. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a code there. Feel like I'm the only one that's really uh, worked up about this. Well, the deer's already dead. I don't understand why they always want to yeah. chase that exact people like same to hunt ghosts. spot or anything yeah. else like that. I mean, if, as soon as somebody shoots a good buck, it's like, oh, then there you got five other trucks and every other surrounding yeah. property. He did, yep, absolutely. Yeah. He did. I'm he sure ain't in there no more. Some seed in the area, but they're, they're not quite there yet. You got five, six years yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, just take your time. <laughs> right, but going back to it, we had a normally cold weather early. Yep, and we're now we're paying for it. First of November. We are. It's cra- I mean, it is nice that it's 80 degrees in November, but it's not nice for deer hunting-wise. I fucking hate it. I know. Have you guys had a lot of east winds? Uh, more than I could ever yeah. remember. Yep. We did, too. And uh, any of the spots, we hunt several different spots back and in PA, too. And none of them work with an east wind. So that was really tough. Like We get very few of them. So. Late, yeah. Mid, late October, there's nothing but east. 
southeast. It was awful. Yeah, we've I've rem- only remember like maybe two three days of east winds, and we've had yeah six. Yeah, at least seven east variants. Last, right. weekend, last week on straight east the whole time, right? It pissed me off. It was south. It's supposed to be southeast this morning. My farm has like some weird magic indicator on the west side of it that makes the wind go the opposite way. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in hot, but no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it sucks because we don't have a lot of east wind setups. Yeah, right. So I did hanging hunts the last two nights. I did hanging hunts for. East, east wind. southeast winds. Mm-hmm. You guys adapt. Yeah, but it's been hot. But, you know, also, too, it's been hot, but I've been seeing deer get up just after five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they stand up and start doing their thing. Yeah. It's the time yeah, of the year. The last couple mm-hmm. nights I've started seeing deer at like 430. Yeah. yeah. The bottom line, it's still November. Yeah. Yeah. True. They're still going to do their thing. Yep. I mean, rut's still going to happen. They're still going to go in Astra. So, I mean, I yep. try to, like, and I think deer really aren't that much different than us to a point. Like, if I could only fuck for like a year or, or for like a month, a year. I wouldn't give two shits if it's 100 degrees or negative 10 degrees. I'm fucking. going. Take your shirt off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's what I mean? It's getting weird. Yeah. Hey, it's, just saying. Yeah, they're not going to be like, man. I mean, the does might not get up and I'll have everybody laid up, but you just never like know. Just never know. It's that time. It is. So if we're, if we're going to be like every other podcast and be like, we're going to teach you something. Listen to us. Um, it's November. Just go hunting. <laughs> just go hunting. Sit still. Yeah, sit still. Get your wind as right as you can yeah. and go. Pray for the best. Sit and stand. Can't kill him from the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Can't kill him from the couch. That's right. I think I'm the first one that said that ever. So, right. Yeah, probably in the history trademark of podcasts. Yeah. You can trademark that? Yeah, my grandpa invented that. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your Halloween meme was a hit. <laughs> That was pretty good. Did that you see was it? pretty good. The Halloween costume meme. Everyone did it. I so like when you're just like, I was going to use the group photo, but I just zoomed in on your face. <laughs> yeah, I was going to use all of us in it, but it just looked way better with Doug. And I was like, sorry, Doug, but I was it like, so much better. I was just like, run it. <laughs> just send it. So anyway, that's what's going on in the Whitetail Woods, I think. Well, I think um, you killed your doe before anyone, right? The 8th, morning of the 8th. And I yeah. killed my buck the same day, but in the afternoon. Afternoon, yeah. It's on a roll. Out of the Venatic trophy lane saddle. Ooh. Dude, I had a, I have a tree that's so money for a saddle setup. It's not very high, but it's fucking deadly, dude. I could kill a person out of it. They wouldn't even know I was there. <laughs> that's how good it is. Kill a person out dude, of it. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> wow. You get, you get double It's just so one of those setups. You're like, God damn, this so, is so perfect. It's so good. It's um, It just was meant for it. Like, and, I, and when I first saw it, I'm like, ah, I wonder what that'd be like. It was like one of the only options I had, but I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if I could get in there to that spot, because it's like the path is like 20 yards off and it's kind of, it sits off, but it's, you're, I'm tucked in like an oak leaf tunnel. So it's like dark in there and it just sits perfect because I have this big, long branch that comes out behind me, the tree in front of me. And then I have a real thick, just branchy oak in front of me. And it's I can see on both sides of it, but they can't see me. It's fucking deadly, dude. Money, money, money. It's huh? money. And I have it set up perfect where it's low enough that you can't even see the platform because of the oak branches from where I, I shoot. Mm-hmm. It's it's so nasty. It's so good. It kind of sounds like a setup when I shot my doe because it was in a cedar tree. And you know how they have the, oh, the limbs that. coming everywhere. Those are my, some of my favorites. When so like... Use like, like one stick to get in it. Yeah, I think I use like two, maybe three, because you can climb so high on oh, those yeah. sticks. You know, you just got to make sure they're not dead. I've never found 
I had one property in Fulton County, Illinois. I hunted that I had one. I called the uh, the stand was called Miss Butterworth's because you got all syrupy every time you got up there. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> That's a yeah. I actually killed a buck out of it. Um, but what was funny about it, the where how high I had to get, the top of the tree just rolled over because you know they're like weird. Oh yeah, and the stand was in the top, so I sat on the top of the tree. Oh, oh really? Yeah, and then my pants would always get all sappy. Get all sappy. It was money because. It's like it's so brushy, the deer don't really like look at it. Yeah, and if, you, if you can just trim a few of those limbs, you cut so a nice hidden. little pocket where you sit in there, you know? Definitely. It's, it's Sorry, perfect. my cams are going off. So are mine's blowing up. Look, check them. I did. Mine's oh, not. you know what? It's just a fucking raccoon. Ugh. Oh, they're terrible this year. They, we, need to, we need to spray something in the air that just kills all the raccoons. And mosquitoes. Landmines. And ticks. I got an uh, Illinois I've spike had two ticks and in uh, four point. I yeah. got one the other day, and I was yeah. just checking the cam. You mean there wasn't a 150 on your cam? No 150s. Damn. <laughs> but that's Shit a shame. Up. No. But yeah, that saddle setup, going back to that, I've been a saddle hunting fiend. I have not. I yet. need to try. The I slack. feel like it would be so much more, like, mobile for me than, I mean, I run a Hilo right now, but even, like, just lighter weight. I You're mean, so small. I'm little. Like, it's a lot to carry. Yeah. yeah. You know. I think a saddle would be they're comfortable. All right, and and let me say this. I'm not one of those guys that's going to be like, yeah, I've been saddle hunting for years. I'm a newbie when it comes to saddle hunting, right? But I'm like learning as I go, yeah. seeing how I like it. And there's things I like, things I don't like, like learning how to set it up versus a stand, all that stuff, like where you're going to shoot. And it just takes some adjustment, but I'm I'm not a big big guy, but like there's spots where it might pinch me, and I just got to learn how to adjust it to my body where it's comfortable. Right. But I feel like you'd be almost sit, like sitting in a hammock. Well, the other, I think it would be more <laughs> comfortable too. Like I work, I sit at a desk all day, and I kind of have a bad back, bad posture from it. So like sitting in a stand, I get really uncomfortable. I stand most of the time. I'm in a stand. I don't mm-hmm. like sitting because I sit all day. Right. So I think it might be more comfortable for me too. See, I don't know how most people stand all day or sit in a saddle, but I feel like I have. Even worse posture in a saddle. Because oh. I hunched. I'm hunched the whole time. Yeah, there's nothing against And I, I put bad. my arms on the bridge in front yeah. of me, and I kind of put my head on the bridge when I want to rest. Take a little sneeze. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... A little narcolepsy coming in or what? No, oh, no. It's oh, just I don't sleep oh, in the stand. Oh, oh. I don't, and I never will. For real. I don't. Fear of missing something? Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I'll take a nap. I, I have, nap uh, today. I'll take a nap. I have sure. hunting anxiety pretty bad. You know? I had uh, my phone cost me a big buck one time, and I am very rarely on it when I'm out there and paying attention because yeah. Let one me get Pornhub. No, oh. fucking Candy Crush of all stupid games. Candy you know? Crush. And I'm probably doing real well, and I got this buck. I'm I on mean, a heater. It, I looked like up, I and it was <laughs> less than 20 yards in front of me. It was actually in Illinois. We used to hunt down in Pike County, and um, it went right by me. And I'm like, oh man, I should have probably shot that deer, and it went up by me. And I'm just like, the fucking phone cost me. I mean, it cost me. There was nothing I could do. He went, walked just right up. I got to finish this game. Life, and I was like, fuck that. I'm not playing that shit anymore. You know? and I just, Dealey. You're only out there for a given amount of time. You might as well at least pay attention because yeah. it's bad enough that you're going to miss stuff when you're trying to learn. Go ahead, Rachel. I about threw my phone out of the tree tonight because like probably half hour before dark. My phone starts ringing, and nobody would call me at that time. Like, everybody that would call me knows I'm in a tree. So I'm thinking it's got to be Andy with a buck down. Like, that's the only thing that made sense to me. 
and it was a telemarketer. Oh. Like, I just wanted to smash my phone. I was so bad. They didn't know you were hunting? Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah, I have a program that tells me where they call from, and then one day I'm going to lose it and just take all those people out, probably. Everyone who calls me. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's been, I, I was going to make, I almost made a Facebook post about it. All my hunting buddies have been calling me and texting me like the last 10 minutes of shooting light. Like Steve called me the other day in the stand. I texted him. I said, it's fucking October 30th. What do you think I'm doing right now? Right. Like, you don't know me. Like all you people who, <laughs> you know, who, who's call the worst me. about that is Clint. Yeah. Clint called me Every this morning. Day, hey, what stand. you doing? Hunting. Cause he doesn't have white tails. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's he, boring. He's too good for white tails. Get well, loser. And he can't succeed. No. I'd never do that. Let's you. rant, guys. What are we all? What are we all frustrated about right now? Let's get it out, Eric. I just want a shooter. I just want a shooter. <laughs> Big bucket range. You take a PA shooter in Illinois. Yeah, huh? I would. Oh, yeah. I would. A PA booner. In I, I let one go tonight. He's about ninety inches. I, I pick my bow up and I'm like, oh no. You thought, of, you thought yeah. about it. I did. He was standing twenty yards. You got more. You got time. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah. How long are you guys in town? I didn't, you know. We're going to hunt Saturday, probably leave Sunday morning, unless like Sunday morning looks real good. Maybe we'll You guys got three and a half days Sunday. Left. Yeah. We've got like a 10 hour drive, good. so I don't want to hunt all day Sunday because we'll be driving through the night. We've, there's been people, we're staying at the studio, so there's been people here till like midnight every night, or like we've been tracking other people's deer till like midnight. So we've pretty much averaged like three hours of sleep every night. So like at some point, we have to drive 10 hours home. How about right. this? Tomorrow? I'm not going to be here. I'll leave you guys alone. You can just go straight to bed. And then you'll feel better Friday night. And then you'll be like, yeah, we'll hunt Sunday. We can drive home Monday. Something See, happened I was in thinking, this- actually, tomorrow morning I'm going to shoot a buck and then, like, drink all day and pass out and not even get up the next day. That's I mean, idea. not go hunting. Who's going like, to drive me to You got drive yourself. You got a truck? Just gives up on me right after she shoots one. Huh? <laughs> well, that was nice. Yeah, well, You're on your own. Now, well, I'm done. So if I did that, do you think Peace. it would go the same? <laughs> no, definitely not. You don't think so? No. I was like, hey, if I kill Buck tomorrow morning, I'm well, like, hey, good luck. I'm well, going to the bar. Well, I mean, you know? I'll be at the depot. If you drink you know? enough, there's nothing she can do. That's true. I'm drunk, honey. Yeah. I pissed my pants. Call somebody else. <laughs> I stink. Sun crusher. <laughs> I pissed my pants. It's fucked up. I don't know. I think uh, it's going to turn up. Too bad you guys can't stay another week. I know. Really I know. The weather know. looks much better for the following week. Oh, the next week's going to get so good. <clears throat> Middle of the week. I think Sunday it's going to pop off. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to rain. Ooh, that rain, that rain is going to help a lot. Yeah. Friday. It's supposed to rain a lot. <laughs> like all day Friday and yeah. half the day Saturday. Let's check the cast. I was hoping oh, Saturday to go in. On and off thunderstorms. I don't know. I think Saturday. In gear and just sneak in there. I think rain's supposed to like end taper off Saturday. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. Saturday evening might be real good. Saturday noon. I just want to get in there like when it yeah. quits. Yeah. Or right. Seventy percent chance of rain Friday. Fifty percent chance Saturday. But it's looking good this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Monday's looking great right now. And guess what the wind is? East northeast. <laughs> East northeast. Yeah. Why you do this? <laughs> Why are you doing this to us this year? <laughs> Just so us these loopholes. I got a spot I can go for. Now. I know. I feel bad for everyone who took off the first week. I was like, oof. Thanks. Always second week. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Second week real always bad, safer. Huh? Could ask me. I would have told you. It's always safer <laughs> the second week. Yeah. Doug's got all the predictions. Second week, gang. So I guess that's our whitetail update. There's really not a ton, you know? 
Yep. I'll start to kill that old buck. I got to send his teeth in still. Big well, what about your, you didn't talk about how you shot your doe or anything or your buck. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell the stories real fast. I kind of told briefly on DeerCast. Uh, my doe, she walked in. I shot her. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you hit her? <laughs> right. In, All right. <laughs> right. Good enough to kill her. There you go. <laughs> Nice shot. Uh, uh, And what about your buck? She died. So I was like, well, that's really cool. Uh, No, it was my first year on my farm. And I, so shot her and she went like 12 yards. It was great. It was awesome. Good feeling, you know, kind of like that neat neat feeling. And then um, my buck, it was, you know, going to be good, like cold front type weather. And uh, I knew he was like in there, but I like, I guess I really never paid attention to him. That buck, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to kill this buck. But uh, funny enough, like uh, probably a half hour or more, I don't know exactly, I can't remember, I got a picture of him down like a couple hundred yards below me in my clover plot, and my phone goes off, and I look, I'm like, oh, dang, that's a pretty good-looking buck. And he's like just fat-bodied. I'm like, that's an old buck. Like, you can just tell. He's heading your so way. So I'm like, man, if he comes up here, I'm going to I'm gonna shoot him, you know? And that's just that saddle tree I was just talking about. But it's like where I have it set up in that terrain feature, it's just so money. Like the way everything shapes up to that spot, it's the perfect tree for that setup. And uh, I didn't know there's a lot of space he could have cut off before he made it up to me. You know, right? You never know where where yeah. they're going to go in that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, they can do whatever they want. So for for him to follow the terrain feature the whole time, like I hoped he would, I'm like, ah, that, that chances of that are kind of slim. And uh, Lee was texting me a bunch. And I'm like, uh, Lee, there's a big buck, like, probably at this point within 100 yards, like, I got to not text. So I go keep, me. keep my phone in my bino harness, so I tuck it back in, and I look up, and he's, like, getting ready to step in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, shit. So it's funny when I grab, um, you know, when you're, you're looking at a tree in a saddle, you know, normally when you sit in the stand, well, I guess your bow's on your left. You're both still on your left when you're looking at the tree in a saddle for your if you're right-handed. Mm-hmm. But I had it low, so I could just reach real easy and grab it well as i was turning i clanked my cam on like my bridge um carabiner and it was like tink tink and i was like oh fuck i just fucked this up like this old buck's not gonna but i'm so tucked in that pocket that i'm like i was like oh he can't even fucking see in here like i'm telling you it's ninja like i'll try and get a picture of it it's sexy um it's sexy and he kind of just looked and forgot about it and then uh i just cranked him at 21 yards or whatever and i just knew it was good Smoked him, smoked him, dude. Yeah, Oak yeah show. They look good. Just you know, right, right when you hit him, you're just like, you're so fucked. Oh, yeah, you know? you're dead. Yeah, a it, Ross bigger. It was a Ross bigger. You're so fucked. But yeah, zap that prick right in the heart. Yeah, yep. it was just a textbook double lung, you know. And I don't know, I was pumped on, on the eighth. Did you watch him go down? No, because he immediately there's like two. Uh, I guess it'd be like honeysuckle bushes. They're like right there, and immediately he just went. Right into it. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> like so, I couldn't even. I, I heard him in, th- in some grass, and then it was just like silent. So I got down, and I couldn't see my arrow. I shoot a red light and knock. Couldn't see my arrow. I'm like, fuck. I thought I double on, and then you start second guessing yourself. You know? Yeah. So I get down, and I actually had my e bike, and uh, I look, and I can see my light and knock in the grass. I pull it out, and it's just like wet, wet, translucent, bright like blood on it i got translucent probably not the right term you just know that double lung blood oh, yeah. it's yeah. like had fr- it was per- pre- perfect pre-frothed <laughs> you know just like a fancy coffee and then right when you grab it your hand is just soaked yep. in blood 
And I'm just like, hell yeah, let's do this. So I get on my bike and <laughs> I did a manual for like 400 yards down on this bike. 400 yards? Uh, a that. manual? I just seen if you're paying attention. And uh, <laughs> God, damn. So, you know, here's something funny. Oh, on my man. way back out back to my truck, I was like, I wonder how fast I can get my bike going on the way back. So I was kind of celebrating. Um, <laughs> I got that bitch doing 28 mile an hour back to the truck. That thing's haul ass. With dude. a deer on the back. No deer on the back. I didn't, I didn't go oh. look for the deer yet. Right, okay. I was just going back to give him an hour or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so pretty impressive. Uh, how many hernias you got this year so far oh, or this season? I got probably nine. Nine. Yeah. We need a chart for you to mark your hernias. Yeah. Um, I built a hernia preventer 5,000. Talked about this a little bit on the podcast. Yep. And then my truck got wrecked. Why? You didn't take it out? Oh, I did. Yeah. But, um, I didn't get to use it, and I haven't put it in my new truck yet, so oh, okay. i got to do that probably tonight so I don't get a hernia tomorrow when I kill one. <laughs> I just say it. So anyway, yeah, that's the story of my butt. hernia. Uh, so if we had to take my hunt, you know, and do the digital thing, and be like, what what did I do to kill this buck? I would say terrain feature, perfect mm-hmm. tree, beep, boop, beep, boop, dead deer. Whoa. See? Could you picture Perfect. what I was doing? Like Buck McNeely type graphics a came on the screen. B equals C. You know, he, Buck he, McNeely has the vault. Shh, and the fucking thing turns. He's down. And it shows some map. like He's down. Like Austin Powers, Dr. Evil pull up. It's like some <laughs> map. And then it just goes to fucking bleep, 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 Louisiana. Remember <laughs> what you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a so, shitty zoom in. I'm sure everyone pictured that when I was talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone does. Of course. You need to bring those graphics back. Doug, you're up next, brother. Um, I don't know when I shot mine. Oh, Columbus Day. Yeah, we all know what day that is. Yeah. <laughs> it was a vacation day for me, so. It was. It's a hol- Oh, it was a holiday. Sorry. So I went out in the morning, and I was actually going to go on this really sp- spot pretty far back. Eric went there not too long ago, but uh, I got lost. <laughs> and then I was, in a, and I, was, I was just in a thicket for like 20 minutes trying to get out. And I just, so then I, <laughs> you were actually lost? Yeah. I went through the same thing. Dude, it sucks like, ass. <laughs> it was, I got in there super early. It was pitch black. So like, oh, okay. you know, when you turn your flashlight on, you just can't see anything because it's so thick. I'm like, fuck. And then you're like, <sighs> like when you're in a thicket too, like you see a spot, you're like, oh, it looks clear over there. And you like just bull rush through yeah. the shit. And then you're in the thicker shit. And you're like, yeah. God damn it. I had, my Nova, I had my Nova <laughs> in my backpack on and oh, I just couldn't get anywhere. So I stood there for like 10 minutes on my phone trying to figure out where i'm going <laughs> or where i want to go and i was like fuck it so i i went back to the trail that i came in on and went like 50 100 yards back and set up just not too far off where i'm like my truck was and <laughs> it worked out better than I it, did. it worked out very yeah, it worked well. out perfect so i was sitting there and i had a doe coming she kind of snuck up on me. It's because it's super quiet. The leaves were wet. So and you were sleeping. No, I wasn't sleeping. But uh, you're not enough. No, wasn't you for sure sleep all the time. No, I didn't. I was awake. I don't know. <laughs> I was. You're sleeping right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Open your eyes. But uh, then um, this doe and a button buck were coming, and the doe was coming like at thirty yards. So I had it on thirty, and then she cut back at twenty, and I just pulled back and right behind the shoulder the offset shoulder and she went 30 yards and piled up it was easy peasy nice got my dough hell yeah brother how far was the drag um probably 200 yards okay okay wasn't bad and Eric, <laughs> you got a nanny too yep yep 
I went down there three times, didn't see a single deer, and then um, I think it was uh, the next weekend after you shot yours. Yeah. I think it was Saturday. I went down, uh, hunted a stand in the morning, seen a 150-incher coming in. Only thing I seen that morning. Mm. Good problems. Yep. Didn't see a single doe, so I'm like, all right, I needed to make Hey, hold on. Would you shot that buck? Mm, no. Yeah, bullshit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Showing some restraint over there. Yeah. You would have shot a 150 that early? No, probably not. Would you shoot one now? Maybe. You would have shot him. Anyways, we're going to skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that little part. Oh, that part? <laughs> yes, I went and hung another stand on this. Uh, it's like a power line trail or whatever that you know it's got the grass on each side and timber on each side of that and it's in that cedar tree i was talking about you know you tuck in there real nice and you just feel like a freaking ninja up in there old miss butterworth yep and there's like a major trail you can tell where they're going from one one side of the power line to the other side and i'm like oh this is gonna be perfect if they come out in that trail and sitting there you know i got in at like two i think like 245 ish two does come out and they just go straight across. No mm-hmm. shot at all. I'm like, well, fuck, if they keep doing that, I'm not going to have a shot. So then three does came out from the opposite direction. Or no, it was a doe and two fawns. And they started walking away from me down the power line. Um, the grass there where the power line follows. And uh, I'm like, well, this sucks because they're going the opposite direction. Well, then the fawns turn around and start coming towards me. And I'm like, okay, this could be good. And they get like, they're at 15 yards in front of me feeding, but the mom's still walking away. I'm like, shit, she needs to come this way. And then finally she turns around and starts making her way my way. And I'm like, okay, this might actually happen. I got like a, I'm setting up like around the corner of a cornfield that's not picked. And then the power line um, stretch there. And she walked freaking 15 yards right in front of me, stands there, double lunged her. She took off and towards the corn. There's a corner where the corn is, and then there's a trail that, you know, like the space in between the corn and the trees, and I lost her there. I'm like, she ain't going far. It was du- perfect double long. Mm-hmm. Seen my arrow hit the dirt on the other side, and I could see blood from the from the stand. It was that close. So I get down. I pull my stand down, give her a little bit of time, and she kind of like jarred in the woods a little bit back out to the corn. And then went back in the woods, and she was dead freaking 30 yards from where I shot her, probably. Perfect. Oh, hell yeah. Look at us. I know. Dose for everybody. Killers. Dose for everybody. Well, cool. That catches us up. Yep. Ratchel. Yeah. So about this mule deer? It looks big. Pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean. All right. I'm cool. happy with hey, it. Next story. <laughs> next story. All right. <laughs> So I shot him, and he died. Awesome. <laughs> you hit him fatally, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we talked, and I don't know how, I don't know the story on your mule deer. Yeah. Not every story is amazing. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Sometimes it just works out, and it's kind of simple. I actually think this one's, like, pretty good. I mean. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, it Kurt. I, we'll be the judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. judge. You, you can rate the story afterwards, Continue, I guess. I'll shut but. up and listen, and then. I'll rate it. Two out of five. These. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know where to start. So we went to Colorado this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, 
So let me back up. We've been going out west for four years now, um, mostly just focusing on elk. Um, and we'd gone to Montana three years in a row, like public, do-it-yourself type thing. Why Montana? Um, we know some people out there that like kind of pointed us in the right direction, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, But Montana tags are getting a little harder to draw, um, so we couldn't draw every year now, basically. Um and then, and we've had success out there. So we went the first year, our buddy got one. There's like four or five of us that went each year. Um, our first year, our buddy got one. Second year, I got one. Third year, we had opportunities, but nobody got one. But like pretty good, really, for like a public land thing yeah. out west. You know what I mean? Like elk is like 10% or something. So we'd been doing pretty good. But the last year we went out there, we got really frustrated with, um, there's a ton of grizzly sign. <laughs> um wolves uh there was uh wildfires in the unit next door which pushed a lot of the hunters to our unit so it was just packed like we just did not have a good experience last year plus um our dads go with us and they're 61 and 68 Mm -hmm. and neither of them have killed an elk with their bow yet so we really like that was high priority it's like let's i really want a good experience and like you know at that age too like camping tent camping like takes a toll on them for 10 days you know so oh, for sure so this yeah, year troopers yeah so this year we decided actually to go um on an outfitted hunt and mm-hmm. i'd never been on one um and actually like i would say i probably had like not a really good perception of what it was going to be like i think what do you mean um for me like and i think it stems back to uh, just kind of growing up, everyone's like, oh, your dad does everything for you. Like, all you have to do is pull the trigger. And I kind of had that same, like, perception about guided hunts. It was like, I won't feel as satisfied or accomplished. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't do it myself, you know? Right. That's kind of what I expected to feel like. It's not how yeah. I feel at all. So, like, I'll get into that. But, you know, growing up, I heard that a lot. It was like, must be nice. Your dad, like, basically ties a deer up for you, you know? And, and that's, not, that's not, like, that's not how it is at all. And so I hate you know, I just the idea I don't know, that I don't you want, could have had help or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like I don't want people to be able to take that away from me. I like to be able to say like I did this on my own. Yeah, you know, and so I kind of thought like I wouldn't feel that sense of accomplishment on a guided hunt, um, but that's not the case at all. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm very proud of my meal deer, um, and then like just the price. I thought that it was going to be a lot more, um, and I there are guided hunt elk mule deer hunts that are ten thousand dollars plus for a five day hunt. We paid way less than mm-hmm. that. So yeah. um, we went with a very small outfitter that, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, up our secret. We went with a He's small outfitter yeah. that um, we actually know them. They are, they guide in Colorado, but um, they live in Pennsylvania. So we had like mutual friends and stuff, kind of know them and uh, told them what we were looking for. Um, Andy and both our dads were after elk. And I mentioned, like, I really want a meal deer. Mm-hmm. Um, I shot an elk. I mean, it was small, but, like, so I wouldn't mind killing a bigger elk, of course, but, like, I really want a meal You shot deer. an elk previously, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, previously. So. Like, if a big elk came in, you wouldn't have been mad. No. I mean, I I drew back on an elk, I think. I had opportunities with elk. Like, she I had. got the elk tag. I got the elk tag. Yeah. Jeez. So we all had an elk tag, all four of us. And uh, money bags Jeez, must be nice. They <laughs> Colorado tags are, are relatively cheap, actually. So, um, I got the elk tag and they were able to get me a mule deer tag, too. Um, 
they had never taken a archery mule deer client, right? Correct. Yeah. So they've only been taking archery clients at all the last couple of years. They were mainly like a, a muzzleloader rifle outfitter. Um, so I got the elk tag and the mule deer tag and I said, you know, our priority and I want to hunt with Andy and my dad, our priority is elk. But if it happens where I have an opportunity at, at a good mealy, I'd like, I'd like to try it. So, um, first day, no, second day, both our dads killed bulls within like two minutes of each other. No shit. Um, yeah. So we got out there. It was, it was actually really nice. Like we only hunted for five days, which I thought was going to be way too short. Like we'd, when we'd gone out to Montana in the past, we went for 10 days and it like didn't seem long enough, Mm -hmm. but I mean, just the experience was way better. Like, you know, just, we were in, in the action like every day. Um, so when we first got out there, we got there a day early, kind of adjusted. We were able to do some fishing. It was really fun. Um, and then we, from the camp and it was just us in camp, we didn't share camp with anybody else, which was really nice. So there's four of us. Um, my mom got to go, which was cool, oh, cool. like be camp cook and everything. She doesn't hunt, but it was cool to have yeah, you're her You're going to stay there. here and cook. Yeah. <laughs> she, ha- have fun. <laughs> she loved She's like reading a book, go hiking, go fishing. Does you your know? mom read romance novels? I don't know what she reads. Okay, just checking. Probably. I just wanted that detail for the story. <laughs> just checking. Most random detail ever. Whose mom doesn't read romance novels, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, to hang us up. I just was. No, move on. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, <laughs> for, it's a good question. From Was, our camp, we could what? we could kind of glass where we were hunting, and uh, we had look it so wild. So it looks like we were not in the high country at all. We were at like anywhere from I don't know seven to nine thousand feet, I think, um, and it was. You're supposed to lie and say you were super high up, and it was brutal. 20 at least. Oh, yeah. It was so 20. brutal, really challenging. <laughs> Almost died. Camped at all. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Climbed a 14er for fun. Way to parachute in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, where we – so from camp, we actually could glass um, half of the property we were hunting, really, and uh, located a good bull. He had a bunch of cows, and um, – it was weird. So it's like oak brush and uh, sage, small sage parks, oak brush. What is it? What's the other one they call? It? Oh, service berry bushes. Like it looks. You look at it and you're like, there's no way there's elk in there. It looks like just brush. Like mm-hmm. if there's elk in there, I should be able to see them. But it's taller brush than you think, and the elk hide in there. So that's all bedding. And the guide's like, well, I know that bull's in there, but like we don't go in there. And which I respect. Like. I think that's how we went the very last week of archery and he had had clients and muzzleloader clients leading up to that. And you're still seeing it is a pretty small, really, relatively speaking for out west, pretty small piece of property. And there's, you know, you're still seeing elk in there every day. So I thought, you know, it's impressive how he hunted it all year. Very impressive. You know, so he's like, I know that bull's in there. I know you want to go after him, but, you know, that's betting we don't go in there. Mm-hmm. And um, so the first day we, do you want to take it from here? Because this is your part of the story. It's very short. So <laughs> first, let, let us have it. First first evening, I shot him and he died. That's it. The wind the was end. okay to, you know, we'd watched this bull on the front face. It was a six point. And we'd watched him for probably, I don't know, 
couple hours in the uh, afternoon just going across chasing his, you know, 18 cows we figured. And so we kind of made our hook around um, and we were going to drop in on the one side of them. And as we were going down over the hill, there was rattlesnakes in the area. They had told us this, um, but that time of the year, you shouldn't see anything like that. But as we were going along, we did run into a little tiny rattlesnake. Mm. We kept moving. Rach is deathly afraid. I never said a word to her until the end of the evening whenever we got back to the truck. You didn't catch it? No. No, we were, I mean, that bull was bugling from the time we got out of there. So we were trying to get over there. So we got over there and we, um, set up a little bit and cow calls and the bull did not seem to be answering or, you know, didn't seem to be interested whatsoever. Didn't really care. He's just back and forth on this hillside. So our guide, Clay, Clay Glover, I'll give him a shout. He was a great, great guy. He's probably, what, 20? 22, I think. 22 years old. Just but- built like a brick shit house. Just monster of a man. But, um, okay, 6'4". Like, I come up to his belly button. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like trying to keep up with him up the mountain. And he don't stop. You know, yeah. and he'll turn around and be like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, just carry me. I'm fine. I'm fine. Because I don't want. I don't want to like tell him I need a break. So I'm just like, "Yep, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just dying." But yeah, no, he's Get all you got. <laughs> yeah, That's all oh, you yeah. got. <laughs> Wish there's more mountains. <laughs> when you a big man, bitch, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you okay, Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Clay. Okay, so you know, Clay uh, bugles at this bull, and he fires right back, and then. Um, the bull bugled again. And at this time, um, I think Rach and I moved up ahead of him, probably 20 yards, 30 yards. And he kind of dropped back in, um, on the far side of the hill, bugled one more time. And I mean, this bull showed no interest in us for half hour, 45 minutes of playing with him with cow calls. And two bugles later, he charges down over the hill goes down through this valley, comes up the other side, and when he first popped up, he had to be 75, 80 yards away from us, and I mean, I'm arrow knocked, I'm ready to go. Here he comes up, and um, I go to full draw, Rach is standing right next to me, and she had a range finder out, she's going 45 yards, 45 yards, and I had a five pin sight, so I knew what pin I was going to use, and I had a clear sight picture, and Things felt great. I touched one off and my arrow goes over his back and we're pretty well deflated. I'm pretty well deflated. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know, like I knew right as soon as I, um, you know, hit the release that something wasn't quite right. And going back and looking at it now, I think I just had tunnel vision on that elk so much that I had some sagebrush that, you know, I mean, you can't see us, but Doug's four feet away from me. I had to have some sage that was right where Doug's at and I had to hit a piece of it and it just sent my arrow right Mm. over his back. Now he never knew what happened. Um, We played with that bull until dark that night. Rach was, I don't know, did you get on full drive that one or not? I mean, he was screaming in our face at 20 yards. It was just so thick. We couldn't, you know. It's funny because, so the the main guide is Gary and he's, I think around 60 and then Clay is like 22 is, is his, the other guy that works for him. Gary's not us. quite nearly as big. I'd say he's five yeah, eight, oh, like he's hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, guy. I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's yeah. normal guy size. You know. So Gary is like, do not go in the bedding, you know, because Gary took our dads, and then Clay took us, 
And he tells Clay, do not go in the bedding under any circumstances. Do not go in the bedding. And he goes, I know you're going to want to, but don't do it. So after that bull, after Andy missed him, he kind of circled back and got his cows and he's back in that bedding area. And he kept bugling. He didn't know what happened, but he wouldn't commit. He wouldn't come back. Like he wanted to see something. Mm -hmm. He knew he couldn't. So Clay's like, if we move in bugle he'll think we're actually another bull you know so he's like we got to move and sorry gary went into the bedding and <laughs> oh, no. oh shit the one rule yeah. the one rule you, you got you got not fucking... that far though i mean not we did not far. press you in very far at all you mean, broke no. it on the first <laughs> day he just got just to the fridge yeah. just to the no, fridge no <laughs> gary or clay was an amazing guy don't fire him um but no, we just just inside a little bit enough to show him just like we're on the move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just a little bit. So yeah. we get and then he bugles and all of a sudden he's in my face. Like he's at he feels like he's at twenty twenty five yards. I can't see him because that stuff is so thick. So I think I gave him the pull draw on that one and thinking like if he steps out he's yeah he's getting one like yeah. once you see then, a shot yeah you're taking it and then it past dark and nothing he must have moved off or something so we bugled our way out of there so he still didn't know what happened you know so he's yeah cool. right you guys bugled right through the bed <laughs> no we did we he, kept the long way around in the, so that in the bull, dark. yeah <laughs> i think we got on that bull twice more that week and he picked up by the end of the week he had like 40 cows and he Jeez. never left like that hillside i mean oh, he right. how owned, big a bull are we talking uh 300 oh really yeah. awesome maybe yeah Doug's dream. So that was night one. Uh, yeah. Fucking blew it. I'd shoot that. <laughs> shoot that. Just blew it. I wouldn't have missed him. <laughs> now I'm talking about 40 females. Right 10 now. years, oh, 10,000 okay. arrows. Oh, yeah. Just I'll say, I'll down the tube. <laughs> 40 cats. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it happens. It's I've bow hunted a long time. I could probably count on one hand the number of things that I've ever missed with my bow. And. That's it happens. Them. I hate it. It. Uh, Whoa. It's always a humbling experience. Nobody cares. Oh yeah, I shoot. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's shoot always that a very one. humbling experience in Illinois or PA. It, it's good for me. Like, Illinois or PA? I always feel Illinois. like after I let me see. Oh. right by his stand. Let me see, Andy. Why are you not hunting? <laughs> yeah, come on, just yeah. dark. <laughs> wow. I thought PA people hunted in the dark. Why are you being all subliminal? Yeah, there? I know. Well, that's a pretty good one though. Decent. Yeah, it's a nice spot. Yep. Eric, but after you know, you after a miss like that, oh, it's okay. tough to Eric. You know, it's tough to get your head right. I guess I had probably a day where I was down in the dumps and just pissy, you know, crying about it. You think about it heavy. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It's like you spend all that fucking time practicing and you know everything else. And I felt like I was shooting some of the best arrows of my life before we left. I was like, there's no fucking way. I would and then you just that. hang and then I back. Just, and then I missed. And then it was. You know, I, I probably had two other opportunities that week that if I probably wouldn't have been gun shy from missing one, I probably would have so, I would have had my own confidence that I'd have been like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, boom, and shot, you know, and they were quick opportunities, but definitely shots that I know I could have made, but it, it humbled the me. The flights too. are confidence, Yes, it man. does. And, uh, you know, and I thought at first, I'm like, oh, maybe it was something with my bow. When we went back the next day in the driveway, it was like 70 yards. I put one right in the middle, and I'm like, yep, it was, it was me. It's or a whatever it hit. killer yeah. for sure. But it's okay. As soon as I walk back out, hit the target, know that it's not the bow's fault. Like, hey, I can fix me. We're fine. Yeah. yeah. Just, but that second yeah. one, as long like, as the bow's yeah, fine, we're the, fine. Yeah, exactly. As long as I know that my equipment didn't fail, I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can take that. Yep. But that second yeah. one, you like 
double range. And yeah. I think if I think you were questioning the range, make sure you got it right this time. Yeah, and you only I, not that I didn't. I think you would have got a shot off on that one. Yeah. But I yeah, think, so, I think your wife sabotaged you and told you the wrong guard. Uh, no, oh, no, no. The guy double checked it afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, because that, <laughs> I think, I'm I think, like looking at her and I'm like, if you fucking gave me the wrong. Range, so this, this is over. This will no, actually yeah, we're done. You're done. Oh, it was you're, 54. I read it backwards. Uh, I said 45. Uh, oh, no, God. she was spot on with her. I'm just so <laughs> this will come. This will come back. Come up later in my meal deer story, but his. We both use loophole range finders. The guide used something else. Um, all week, the guide's range or Clay's range finder was like three yards shy of two to three yards shy of mine. So he ranged it for 42. I had 45. And that'll be important in my meal deer story. So if, if you ever have anyone ranging for you, make sure you know if their range finder is the same as yours because your bow is sighted in for hand, your range finder. Hand yeah. up your range finder. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that was night one. Then night That was the end of my stories. <laughs> no more? No. You, I'll at the you bar. Go, you go set the <laughs> bar? I'll be at the bar. There you go. I've heard this shit way too many times. I'm going to bed. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Thank you for the story. Yeah. Hey, see you later. Yeah. Um, night two, both our dads killed bulls, which was awesome. Um, I mean, that was everything we wanted on the trip. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, that was the main reason but, why. We almost we said something to the guide, and it was one of those things where you tell yourself like, "Don't guide the guide." Like that's what they always say, "Don't guide the guide," right? But we wanted to say something like, "Hey, I want to hunt with my dad. He wants to hunt with his dad." But they had us split up, you know, with our dad, old guys, young, old people. guys, young guys, you know. Yeah. And um, so we said something the second day. We're like, "Hey, maybe after this, we can switch it up and hunt with our dads." And then we never got to because they both killed. But so we were I'm going back out there. Yeah. It was uh, so they didn't like we Good knew though. we knew in advance of this trip that the terrain wasn't that bad. Um, so I really didn't like get in good a shape as I normally do for going out west. Uh, but then our guides like, hey, I'm excited to have some young people that are like willing and able to go up the mountains, you know. So day two, yeah, he I'm takes to. us to the highest point around <laughs> where excited. I almost died. And uh, we got into some really good action up there. And right at, I mean, we hunted. We were on deer and, and bulls like right till dark. And so then uh, Gary, giant mule deer. Yeah. Not the one I killed. Um and then right at dark, Holy wow. Gary comes across the ra- The guides have radios, you know, and he's like, hey, we got two bulls hit. We're going to need help. And Clay's like, oh, well, we're going to be a while. And he goes, look to your north because we knew where they were hunting. So they looked to their north. They could see the hillside we're on. We turn on our headlamp and he's like, holy shit, what are you doing all the way up there? You know, like <laughs> right at dark. So we're like, yeah, we're going to be a while. So we're like so stoked to get to our dads and see that you know their bulls and stuff and we're like barreling down um down this mountain in the dark and i mean like i think we both fell like slid down some pretty steep slopes for a while but um goes faster i Mm -hmm. forgot so i i wear a bino harness but like it gets in the way sometimes when i shoot i shoot with it on i practice shoot with it on but like with the boobs and the binos and like just gets in the way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, if yeah. I'm gonna get a lot of a, equipment going on, there's, there. a, there's a lot going on. <laughs> the extra equipment, you know. Yeah. Right. So I hey, prefer. We all have boobs. Yeah. And vinyl harnesses too. So. Yeah. Mine are a little bigger. 
Well, so we're catching, we're catching up. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I prefer <laughs> to drop my vinyl harness before I shoot. So we, you know, we had just gotten on some animals. We dropped my pack drive, dropped my vinyl harness. And then we go back at dark, find our packs, go down the mountain. I realize when I get to the bottom of the mountain, I left my binos on the top of the mountain. Mm. So the rest of the oh, week, no. I had no binos, which sucked. Oh, no. But luckily, what, what, what happened? Our, luckily, our dads were tagged out and I got to use theirs. But No, you took what? mine. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You had my binos all week. You switched me at some point because I didn't like your dads. Huh. Okay. Anyway. Tired, so, tired of the complaining. Did you go back up and get them? Uh, no, the guy did. Well, I was going to because we were. I saw some giant mule deer up there. So I said later this week... I want to go up there after mule deer and and get my binos. So that was the plan. But then I I killed a mule deer and I didn't have to go up there. And I said, "Fuck my binos! I'll get new ones." Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Money bags over well, here. No, we made a trade. Well, we kind of made a trade too with Claude. Well. Yeah, we made a yeah we made a trade with the guide, so it all worked out. But yeah. also, somebody owes me Indian binos. Trade. So yeah. um, okay, very very. Anyway, so we <laughs> <laughs> but noted. <laughs> well, she read it. What, <laughs> Clint? You know who you are. Um, <laughs> so we we get over to our dad's. His dad recovered his bull. So what happened? I guess I mean we weren't there, but. Um, the first bull comes in, his dad shoots it 45 yards, takes off, they hear it crash. They're like about to start celebrating. Then there's another bugle. Second one comes in, my dad shoots it. Wow. This is all within two minutes. What? Like, Holy yeah. cow. Same I mean, spot. Both like raghorn bulls, but like, I mean, they, 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 they didn't even move. They, no, didn't, they, didn't move. they didn't move and the bulls were in the same spot. Like they, they Her dad's both, was what? Like two or three yards behind my dad. Right. They were like, laying wow. next to each other? No, no, no. When they shot. When they shot. So oh, they ran different thing. directions. So uh, they heard his dads go down. So they reco- we recovered that right away when we got there. Took care of that that night. Now it's late. And my dad wasn't sure about his hit. He thought it was a touchback. And so they're like, well, it's going to be 30 some degrees. Let's We'll get it in the morning. So late night, sleepless night, go back, get dad's bull in the morning. He double lunged it. It didn't go 80 yards. Like, <laughs> it was just in there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Damn. Then by the morning of day, what, day three, I guess, yeah. we had all the bulls taken care of. And now our dads were just drinking beer and didn't hunt with us. So we never should. got to hunt with our dads. Live but the dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, should, they yeah. were happy. So um, so we went started hunting together, which was cool, with two guides, two hunters all together. And we had some really good hunts. But uh, eventually I'm like, let's split up because I want to focus on meal deer. Yeah. And he wanted to focus on elk. And He's tired of hunting with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you missed one. You were slowing Thanks, down, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost over it. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> e, e. Uh, well, then one day, so we separated and we we went on a, tried to stalk a mule deer and then we got into the middle of a herd of elk. And so then we decided to elk hunt. And they didn't know that we were elk hunting. They thought we were stalking mule deer. And we ended up trying to hunt the same elk and screwed each other over. Mm. But, so that was fun. You guys but, should really communicate better when you're hunting. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had no service. You guys need therapy. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> couple, this is therapy right now. <laughs> this is, this is therapy. <laughs> better you better feel, so yeah. whose fault was it? <laughs> it was Rachel's. Uh, okay. No. Oh. Oh. So. But, but, that's hearsay. 
Yeah. Write that down. Mm. So last day of the hunt. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Continue. Last morning, um, my guide, Clay, is like, do you want an elk hunt or do you want a mule deer hunt? I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I really wanted a big mule deer, but it's the last day and I feel like my odds of killing an elk are way better. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, let's let's do this. Let's go out to this vantage point, glass, see if there's any bucks that pique your interest that are in a killable spot. Because we had gone on a few stocks that, that week and it was tough because like, where they're bedding is like in the brush. So it's like you really got to catch them on the way to or from that bedding. You're not going to stalk them bedded. Yeah. Um, And it was just so loud, so open. So like we never got within 100 yards on like three failed stocks. And so last morning we get out to the uh, glassing point. Just me and Clay. Andy is with Gary elk hunting. And it's like kind of a misty foggy morning um before that we had had like pretty warm days warm sunny days you know and this was like a cooler misty foggy morning and um we get out we start or i don't even think we started glassing immediately we saw a deer and it was a group of seven seven bucks and there was like two in there they're really good clay's like do those pique your interest? You want to go after them? I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Last day, yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Let's I'm do this. In. So they were actually moving away from us. They were kind of on like the same elevation, but like just moving away along the, along the ridge. And so once they disappeared out of our sight, we're like, well, I think our best bet is to drop down below them. Thermals are still dropping. Run and try to get ahead of them. And once they come up over that next ridge, maybe we'll be there to cut them off. That was the goal. Mm-hmm. So there's me, five foot nothing, trying to keep up with my guide, six foot four, running. His legs, let yeah. alone, are five foot nothing. <laughs> and I mean, the the weather really worked out in our advantage because everything's wet, so it wasn't as loud. Because um, that sage, like, oh, even if you have like really quiet clothes, like it just makes a lot of noise. Oh yeah. And the pollen, I'd never seen it when we had been out in Montana in the past. The pollen was never bad. The sa- the pollen on the sage, if you brush it with your pants, it's just like this big yellow cloud. It was killing my allergies. Like I couldn't breathe. So anyway, the Sheesh. the weather like really really worked out in our advantage. So we were able to run, get ahead of them, and this was like a working cattle ranch. They didn't have cattle in. They had just moved the cattle out, so there was no cattle in there at the time. But there's fences everywhere. So we had across this fence which clay just like steps across it mm-hmm. and it takes me a while to try to like maneuver across it and not you just pick get... up like a little kid and just <laughs> <laughs> like, like underneath the yeah, armpits right? so that's like i'm surprised he didn't you got a point with a backpack um you're trying real hard trying not to get barbed wire in the crowd you know so i actually just threw my pack over and like barrel rolled under it mm-hmm. and i was like had i not done that i think I don't know that we would have been there in time. We popped up and they're there. And so the first one's like a little four corn. And I think he caught our movement, but they're dumb. So uh, <laughs> like he just kind of right. watched, you know, and there's one thing of brush and then the rest was like sage. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of behind this or 
Clay was behind it. I had to be beside it because I couldn't shoot over it. I'm beside this brush. and <laughs> You're just towering over top of it. Yeah. You like, can't even see over it. So he's like crouched down behind it, you know. And so the second one steps out, third one steps out. Then one's definite shooter, you know. And so he ranges it. And he says 62. So I set my dial to 62, draw back. And I cannot see over the stage. I'm like, I can't see his vitals. And I'm like, I need him to take a few steps where he's not behind stage. And Clay, he's like, I, I, you can take that shot. I see the vitals. I'm like, yeah, you can see the vitals. So you're tall. I'm not I'm down here. I don't see, <laughs> I'm down I, here. Like, <laughs> you're so, three feet taller than me. Okay. <laughs> so I let down. I let down. And I'm like thinking I'm not going to get a shot in this buck. They keep moving off. And then a, a bigger one steps out. And I was like, oh, okay. Hello. Mm-hmm. And he is in an opening. So it's even better. So I draw back at him. Same yardage. And so my pin's still set for 62. I feel really good about it. Um, I said going into this hunt, I I was confident shooting. I'd shot my practice arrows. I'd shot my broadheads out way further than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my short draw and poundage and everything, I knew I lose too much energy after about 70 yards. Because mm-hmm. earlier in the week, we had one... I think I said we didn't get it under 100, but there was one. I think it was at 80. And he was like, do you want to shoot at 80? And I was like, I just, I feel it's my far. ability is fine. I just don't know that I have enough energy. The to physics keep, of yeah, it. The right. physics. Yeah, exactly. So I thought 70 is my upper limit for a deer and like 50, 55 for an elk. Um, so it was at 62. And uh, so I take the shot. And I I watched my light and knock flying, and it looks perfect left and right. But I thought for sure I was missing. I saw it just going low, and I was like, "Fuck, I missed." That's my initial reaction. But then I an hear, Andy. "What's that?" But, Hold an Andy. Yeah. No, but I, but then I hear the noise, and I'm like, "That was a hit." Like I I was so confused. And so all seventy are run off, and they're running. So instead of running, I'm shooting uphill at them. Um, so instead of running away from us uphill, they side hill. Like, so they're running kind of to my right. And all of them run off, but the one I shot stops at 100. And I was like, oh, I definitely hit him. Like, why would he stop? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so I get my binos up to see where I hit him. Can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did I hit him or not? And Clay's saying 100 yards, 100 yards, 100 yards. I'm like, well, if I hit him, I'll put another arrow in right, him, yeah, or you I'll try. The, you but if I didn't hit him, I'm not going to shoot 100 yards. Right, yeah. So I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, uh, panicking. Well, he, he beds down. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's hit. Yeah, like, has to be. So yeah. I'm thinking low, and I thought back only because I could see his front shoulder when he was standing there, and I didn't see anything, mm-hmm. any blood or anything. So I'm like, I must, I was thinking guts. My initial reaction is guts. But I see him bedded. We're watching his antlers. The little four point comes and's like circling him, won't leave. And so I know right where he is and we just keep an eye on him. Finally, he puts his head down and I was like, I think he's down. And then he picks his head back up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Hide so, low, hide low, uh, hide low. So we talk through it. We've got our wind is still good and everything. So we talk through it. We're like, what do we do? And I'm like, well, it's raining. If I gut shot him, it could be all day before he dies, you know? But I don't want to take my eyes off of him because we know where he is, you know? Yeah, right. So I'm like, what do we do? So we just stand there hashing it out for a while. We're hearing bugles like 200 yards away. And I'm like, want to go chase this elk. But I'm like, I can't take my eyes off this deer. I can't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
eventually i think like an hour passes and this was still like first light like i shot this deer so mm-hmm. like an hour passes now it's you know eight or <clears throat> whatever 8 a.m i don't know whatever time hour after it gets light and uh i'm like you know what i'd feel a lot better if i could at least see my arrow and i knew it passed through and uh we had the wind to do it so clay sneaks up try to fly my arrow and i'm kind of ranging him and pointing him in which direction i think he was when i shot he can't find my arrow so he comes back he's like i can't find it and i'm like let me go look mm-hmm. so i go up i'm looking i find my arrow soaked in blood mm-hmm. so i feel a lot better it's not a gut shot you know and i hold it up in the air and like kind of fist pump and because he's watching me through the binos and he see he's like I, I sneak back to him and he's like, I, I knew you didn't have a red fletching, you know, mm-hmm. I had two green and a white. And he's like, I saw it through the binos, like soaked in red. He's like, that's a dead deer. He's like, it's up to you. What do you want to do? Like his head's down. He's probably dead. And I'm like, I don't know. Dead's dead. Not going anywhere. Like mm-hmm. I would rather just wait. And so we just stood there for a while waiting, waiting. And we still had good wind. So I was like, I'm going to sneak below him and see if I can look up because he He's in some stage, but I'm like, maybe if I get a better angle, I can see him. Just see if he's actually dead or if he's just bedded. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like crawling on the ground. Mind you, I'm like still so paranoid about rattlesnakes, but (laughs) like crawling on the ground. And I get over there. I can't see him. And I look back at Clay and he signals for me to come back. I'm like, what the fuck? Did I jump him or something? You know? So I come back to Clay. I'm like, what happened? And he's like, well... A magpie landed on his antler, so I think he's dead. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm still going to be cautious. So I sneak up, you know, arrow knocked and everything, and I keep turning my dial on my as sight. You get as I get closer, closer, ready to shoot. I get to like 10 yards, and Clay's like, do you see him? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, still the stage is in my way, and he's like, he's right in front of you. And I'm like, ready to draw back, you know? He's like, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So finally found him. Like so now like a couple hours have passed. We can't get on the radio. Like they're too far from us. So we try to radio Gary and Andy to tell him and the radio's just not mm-hmm. we're too far apart. Um and then our dads are, I don't know, drunk somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> they're at the bar. Hell yeah. So we um we take some pictures, um, got him out, and I ended up smoking them really like if if you see the pictures um you'll see it like on one i got pictures of both sides on one side it looks like i took his heart out it's like low right behind the shoulder on the other side it looks like a double double lunged him so that arrow just went up you know oh. straight up because i'm shooting uphill yeah right. so i can see in the cover or i can kind of see the entry right that's the entry yeah. the exit is higher um so yeah i i mean i smoked him Perfect. he went like 80 yards he bedded and then I mean, we watched him. It was probably like maybe 15 minutes before he put his head down and probably died. And then we played it safe for a couple hours. But um, is that right where he died in this, in this yeah, picture? Right, yep, that's right where he died. That's awesome. Very yep. cool. So definitely yeah. does not look like Colorado, what everyone thinks. No, it's different. I mean, it couldn't see over those, huh? Yeah. Well, just kidding. That no. is a Sagebrush is uh, deceiving also. Living, yeah. a Living a bug's life. And it's a motherfucker to walk through sometimes. It sometimes is. it's fine, but it'll catch you. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So we... Uh, it was That's fun. Awesome. We... we uh, stud. Got it out and stuff and then... And left, like, some of our clothes there or whatever so, like, bears wouldn't find them or whatever, coyotes. Um, and uh, drive back 
to camp and they're actually all having breakfast. My mom and both our dads are at, at camp having breakfast. Drunk. So, no, they weren't drunk yet, but uh. <laughs> so well. we were trying to like plan out how we were going to tell them. And at first I was going to say like, uh, I shot a little one or something like that, but I'm like, my face will give it away. Like I was so happy. Um, and so we got there and I just grabbed three beers out of the cooler for me and our dads. And I get, there's like a sliding glass door in the back where they can, they can, they had breakfast and like just watch the whole hillside and look for elk and stuff. And so they're all sitting there at the table and I open up the sliding glass door and I've got my three beers and like this big old smile on my face and my thumbs up. And they're all just like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. And, uh, so we had showed them a picture of that right then. So they, I didn't make them wait because I'm like I, I got no poker face. Yeah, like, I, was, right, I yeah. was so pumped. Give it up. So, Give it up. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So that was the last morning, and then the last evening I got back on that herd bull, and uh, his forty cows, and we got right in the mix with his cows and everything. They're bugle- he's bugling, cows are all around us, but we never. I mean, the wind switched and. I mean, it, when they have pissed, that, many she's over cows. here trying to double down, and you're like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Right. <laughs> I had my opportunity. It, I, I mean, <laughs> it was honestly the whole week was just like a a dream hunt. It couldn't have gone any better. I mean, I'm so glad we did that and have that experience with our dads. Um, worth every penny, you know. And I think that too like weighed on me i tried not to let it. it was like how much money we spent for this which it really it wasn't a lot for a guided hunt but it's still a lot for us you know yeah, what right. i mean yeah, yeah for it's sure it's not like we're rich so i'm we're not <laughs> <laughs> so i think i you know i didn't want i put so much pressure on it to like be a good experience and i was so worried of it being a letdown mm-hmm. um and I, I know it's not about the success and it is about the experience and everything. And I tried to keep telling myself that, but Listen, man, I wanted, stuff. I wanted our dads to get bulls so bad and yeah. they both did. Mm-hmm. And that was, and then the mule deer was just like a cherry on top. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. You want to shoot stuff yeah. when you go on a hunt. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. We all had opportunity. Like it, it couldn't have been any better. They were, and I like that it was like a really small outfitter because they really cared about our hunt like they wanted to make sure we they had, had a good time, time. For yeah. You. Yeah. yeah like oh, yeah. it was it was awesome Very every cool. bit of it was so awesome. we go on a guided hunt again yeah. yeah yeah i would yeah. and actually like you still bust your ass for it oh, oh yeah for sure. i yeah there's probably some guides where so you don't but i wear a garmin uh like a fitness watch or whatever and at one point it told me i had hit my max heart rate which i've like I used to Death. run half marathons for fun all the time and like never hit my half or my wow. max heart rate. Like it was like you need to stop. Really? And I'm like, eh, I'll be all right. But that's the thing is like you go out <laughs> and tray. Yeah. Like there's nothing flat in Wyoming yeah. where we bear hunting all no. that stuff. It's like mm-hmm. you're working. Yeah. You're working hard. Oh yeah. But congrats! It's it's a beautiful meal, dear. It is absolutely stud. Like back so back to the money real quick. Like we did the math and and I think people don't realize this is like the money we spent for all of our gear for the, like a do-it-yourself, you know, your pack, frame packs, your uh, backpacking tent, your sleeping bags, sleeping pads, your jet boy, like mm. none of those things are cheap. And the money we had in that and all the travel time, like extra vacation days and, because you need more time when you're doing it yourself, stuff like that. Like we could probably do the guided hunt once every three years. And have a better experience all around and learn more and see more elk and more bugling and just 
all around better experience than going to public every year, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I definitely changed my perspective about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Yeah. Not that I would never go back to public again, but this was one hell of a better experience. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, for once, you know, I'd probably been out West six or seven times hunting elk with a bow and arrow maybe i think that was my sixth trip out west and i've yet to kill one um Mm -hmm. and that was you know every single morning and evening we were into elk in some way shape or form and beautiful country i like that way better than um montana um they're at least in colorado you know the area that we hunted i guess it is a it takes points to draw that unit, but your, um, oh, what would you want to call it? Your license is good on private land. So your over the counter elk tag is still good, but it's only good on private land, mm. which was, um, you know, it was nice cause you're hunting a little bit better of a unit, but it, it, um, you know, it showed, I don't know. I just, I thought it was a, a better experience mm-hmm. overall. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really, I'm not saying I want to run right back and go, camping for 10 days no shower it was really nice to get a shower every day <laughs> like Showers. rachel's mom did a, you know cindy did a phenomenal job cooking and um i don't know it was, it was a great experience you know overall the family um like she said we got everything we wanted out of that trip so um i think it was a huge success and i would go back in a heartbeat i would yeah. I'm going to beg and see if we can get to go back next year. She doesn't know that yet. But, I know. You know, I mean, no, I, you just, you know, I, mean I, think... I, I would go in a heartbeat. Like, yeah, but you can't hunt, yeah. Rachel. If, I would... if you guys go back, just Andy gets to hunt. Yeah, Andy goes You're going to say that, camp That'll never happen. It'll You're going to say camp and cook. Uh, yeah. Great <laughs> <Bring laughs> romance novels and cook. <laughs> Good luck with Good that. luck, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so do you guys mix and match your trophy rooms? Like, is this meal you're going to go next to one of your whitetails, Andy? Or do you guys have, like, a Rachel side and an Andy side? Or I feel like it should have its own wall and be in a corner. Uh, but, no, um, it's gonna go wherever Rachel wants. So our one wall when you <laughs> yeah, walk in, yeah, fix your statement. Yeah, <laughs> just wherever she wants. Yeah, right? that's right. Our one wall, like when you walk into our house, the wall that you see first—that's where we have room for five mounts, and so we call it our top five. Mm. So the best five scoring bucks, bucks only, go on that wall. And if yours gets knocked out, you know yours gets knocked out. So. I knocked my own buck out. So that's the goal is somebody to own the entire wall? Yeah. So right now. That's a competition right there. Who's got more on the top five wall? He has the biggest 165 PA buck. Damn. Um, State record. When he shot it, it was number 13 in the state with a bow. Oh, that's close. Um, Wow. But it's now not even the top 100, I think. So it was like 12 years ago. Restrictions, PA got better. Oh, what yeah, happened? yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Uh, no, so he is the biggest, and then my meal deer will be second. So he was 161. What did you do? 161 and four eights, and then I have a 159 and a 155 white tail, and then you have a 141 or something. So I kicked out my 130. Something was what happened there mm. with the meal going to the corner, yeah. Yeah, so I kicked out my own buck. So, but it's three to two. I'm up three to two on the top five wall. Andy, year's not over, Doug. Oh, okay, I believe Doug. Year's not over. He's got a great mustache. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's way better than hey, yours. You piece of shit. Your kill rating has gone way up since you had a mustache, hasn't it? Oh yeah, I, life's been great. I, I like that top you. five it thing. Is. But what suck about the podcast 
It'd just be Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross has It'd all be five. Ross and Austin. Yeah. Ross has. Guys would never get on the wall. Ross has a two. Yeah, we'd never get there. Yeah, Ross has a two seventeen, a two oh nine, and a two oh two. And then Austin <laughs> shot a hundred ninety five inch yeah. buck last year. And he's got like another one eighty something. Yeah, I think he's got like one eighty eight. Fuck that. We're not doing that. Let them have a wall, and you guys start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. a shitty wall in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one sees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And well, I'm sure at a point we'll have to double smack them on that wall, but for now, yeah, working out. Great story. Great story. I love yeah. taxidermy. Mm-hmm. You guys do too, I know, but mm-hmm. yes, Euro mounts are cool. Shoulder mounts are cool. That's all cool. I have. Well, it's on the wall. They they got their bulls back already. The euro. They did euros on their bulls. Um. So I've got that. I've got the mule deer at the taxidermist, and then the only other thing I think at the taxidermist right now is. I trapped a fisher last year. Which, oh, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I'm getting that mounted. Hey, I'll have my euro from my buck and my elk Friday. Nice. nice. And I'm, I might have my mule deer back. Oh. Wow. Dang, Gina. Like big Friday. Yeah, going to be nice. going to be real nice. It's final Friday. I saw my mule deer. It, it didn't have finished work done on it yet, and it looks nice. I'm pretty pumped for it. I didn't realize how big his uh, throat patch was. Because I shot him in the afternoon. Playing footsie and then with me. By the time I got <laughs> down to him and <laughs> yeah. like packed him out and stuff, it was, it was dark and we skinned it out. <laughs> but his, his throat patch is huge, hmm. like a huge, solid white, like down the majority of his neck. Nice. I didn't realize. Of course, I didn't know that when I shot him, or like I just didn't pay attention. Yeah. At the time. So yeah, it's cool. White face. Yeah. Pretty, neat. Pretty neat. So who do you guys think is going to win the chip bet? Ooh. Okay. If I were betting. Sorry. If I were betting. You want to bet? <laughs> I would bet on Doug, but I'm rooting for Eric. Why? Underdog. Next. Andy? <laughs> yeah. I'm with <laughs> Doug. I'm with Doug. My guy. He must have. It's been I mean, I, I will say if... Uh, if Eric does beat you, I'm gonna be very, very happy for him. Yeah. If I win, you gotta shave the mustache off because you're root- rooting for him. I'll do it for you, Doug. You oh, shave wow. your mustache off, yep. so you don't have to. You have no pride in yourself. <laughs> How dare you? I'm not <laughs> a fan right of the mustache. The It'll come back. It'll come back. Just eat the, the chip. Week. Just eat yeah. the chip with me. No, absolutely not. I'm not yeah. a fan of the mustache, so now I'm really rooting for Eric. Yeah, Eric, how are you feeling so far in the season? It's November third. I'm feeling good. Feeling confident. Confident. Yep. Doug, how you yep. feeling? Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> cool as now, a cucumber. If Eric strikes first, what number is really going to scare you, Doug? Uh, 160 or higher. So it's 164, can you beat him? That's pretty high. 164? I could beat that. I, I think that's going to be more, his number. I, I think that's going to be Eric's number. I might take some more days off. Dude, but this, I, might, I think, this might drag into deep water. Yeah, I think I whoever kills first should get like some bonus inches because uh, now the other person no. knows who. The, no, because that's how that's like, the that's decision how we you got to make though. If you're going to pull that yeah, trigger first, one, you roll yeah. that dice. But here's what I think we need to do because we're green scoring them. Whoever kills first, I know we can't. We maybe we talked about this in the press conference. Um, I'll measure it green, and I'll put an envelope and seal it in here, and then no one will know. When the next person kills, then I can measure that green, and then I'll compare notes. We'll have a reveal. Because, like, I always well, it's gonna let, be so obvious that you don't even need that. I always let him go that. first, so I know what I gotta beat. You know, 
I've been trying okay. to hold hey, it out. Too. But somebody's got to kill first. Yeah. So it's like if it comes in, you got a 158 pointer comes in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Eric, you know, you're going to pass a 158? Yep. He's going to go. Uh, <laughs> He's going to go. What? You can't pass a 158 pointer. That's a giant eight pointer. Nah, you couldn't do that. I can do whatever I want, Doug, because I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> hey, what did your eight go last year? Uh, one fifty-seven and something. The one you passed. Yeah, yeah. and then shot. Mm-hmm. It's a giant eight pointer. See, that's I a rule we so have. I can do it again. That's a rule at our house. If you pass it once, you have to let it go forever, even if you screwed up. That's a dumb yeah. rule. Mm-hmm. He's free. <laughs> <Don't move. laughs> hey, you, gave, you gave him that pass. Live you on. wanted to kill him, you kill him the first. Well, then why'd he come back? <laughs> <laughs> he needed it. Yeah. Imagine how big he'd be this year, Doug. Gave you that second chance. Nah, he wouldn't be that big. He's on the downhill. Really? Yeah, he's probably 50 years old or something. Like that. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's nine. <laughs> great. Teen. Well, thanks for the great stories. Yeah. Guys, it was a good time. Thanks for making the trip out. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. It's good to hang out. Still got a few days to hang out. Yeah, I mean, we came just to podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. Well, we're pretty I big dudes. Nothing yeah. to do with the deer you have. Out here. <laughs> yep. I feel like you guys are going to kill. Honestly, we only really got the permission here because of the shoot. I mean, we kind of knew about it. Like, we, our friend from growing no up. No names. Yep. Our friend from growing up uh, back in Pennsylvania from school, he married a girl here locally in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And when we said we're going out to Galesburg, Illinois for the archery shoot, and they're like, oh, my wife's from that general area and her family yeah, has a like lot of Yeah, she's like three problems. hours south of there. We'll meet yeah. you up there. Yeah. And like, County, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like... Yeah, they have a lot of property you could probably hunt, and that worked out really well. So Worked out awesome. So Pike County's treating you guys well so yeah. far. Yeah. Great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long drive from the studio. I thought you guys were going to kill. Okay. You're, you guys, it's going to happen. I'm going to kill in the morning. I felt like tonight. I drew I back like on one tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Didn't have happened. a shot. 30, he was at 35, and I thought he was going to follow these does to 30. They were broadside wide open, and he chased off a different doe. So. Hey, Rachel, let's yeah. double up in the morning. Let's do it. Okay. I like that. I like that. Mm. Right. I got to work. I'm going to go hunting too. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work. I'm going to go hunting too. I'm saving my time for next week. I'm still getting photos. I'm getting photos as well. That one looked pretty nice though. That was in front of I didn't get there, it. We, I mean, we get definitely have a hot dough in there. I know. Don't worry I like about that. It, That's, oh. and, and you stay right there where you were at too. Don't be mad. No, I've got shit. Nah, but no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. But, That's just no, fun. I got my camera. That's a different one. We got my camera on a bottom, and it's all foggy. And I, I need to move that camera up a little bit out of the out of the low end. Well, cool. Well, should we split out of here? Yep. Yeah. Good luck, guys. The rest of the week, everybody listening. Good luck to you. Uh, We'll catch in with you next week when the weather is changing, and hopefully, you guys got deer down. Doug, is the luck of the podcast with everybody, or what? I bless them. Everybody, <laughs> yep, all at once, a mass blessing yeah. just, wow. just, from your living wait, podcast man. prophet. Whoa, oh, damn, just blew your fucking mind. You <laughs> all get it. You all get it. All, all right, all, get the, a all the big bucks in the woods just perked out because, like, oh shit. They're like, did you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> the earthquake? What was that? I smell a mustache. All right. Anyway, good luck, everybody. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.